Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Liz Ferry, uh, thank you so much for coming back again to tell us all about the great things that you're doing in Montgomery County. Good morning. Oh, good morning, Dawn, and thanks so much for having me back. I'm so pleased to be here. (laughs) Um, First of all, and I should say, you know, talking about your, you were in the Naval Reserves. and That's right. Right, served, so you've served our country in the military aspect, in the private sector, in the public sector, as well as raising a family um, with you, you know, you and your husband there in Montgomery County. Take me through, mm-hmm. um, take me through some, and I know you, there, everybody raves about your strong work ethic as well and your discipline, probably from your family, but as well your military um, experiences. Take me through, you know, what it is when you evaluate what's going on in Montgomery County and then relating to some of the leadership issues that we see in Philadelphia can you take me yeah. through some of those aspects, Liz? Absolutely. And I, I think, you know, your earlier discussion, uh, particularly around the crime issue and public safety, is something that, you know, I've been out and about with my partner, Tom DeBello. We're running as a team. Um, I've been out over a year now talking with voters. Um, and the issue of public safety and what's happening in Philadelphia sort of slowly creeping into Montgomery County um, is really a big issue for folks, and they're hugely concerned. And I see it uh, in 2020, particularly, Dawn, mm-hmm. uh, the county commissioners passed, legis- or passed an ordinance that basically um, took the power away from the district justices and reduces the bail of criminals based on this matrix that was developed by a third party in Camden uh, that we can't get information on, that basically says, well, you committed a crime, but, you know, if you've had a hard life or you don't earn a good living or you didn't go to good schools, Mm -hmm. then we're going to reduce your bail. It's really nuts. And the Montgomery County Police Chiefs Association has expressed grave concern about this going on in our county, and they've received no response from the commissioners. (laughs) And so I filed two right-to-knows and received no information back. Uh, So I'd really like to get in there and do a deep dive. There are some aspects like drug court that do seem to be working well because they really track those folks, and I think that's terrific. Um, But the idea of releasing criminals um, and turning them out, you know, the day they're arrested and then they have to be rearrested is the police are just, you know, so upset about this. And we need to build a community where families feel safe and that police are supported and that dangerous criminals are not released from jail on unreasonably low bail amounts. So 
that's an issue that we need leadership on. Yeah. And I really feel like, you know, what's happening in Philadelphia is affecting uh, what's happening in Montgomery County. And we're seeing it with a lot of the crime uh, that's hitting here with burglary, burglaries, larceny, auto theft. Dawn, in the last year alone, 22% increase in crime in Montgomery County. And that's not acceptable. And we need to partner with our local law enforcement and our state police to make sure we're getting them the tools they need so it doesn't happen here. Another issue that you've talked about, Liz Ferry, in Montgomery County is taxes and mm-hmm. raising, you know, the raising of property taxes. And I had reported, I think at the beginning of this year, as I recall, there were some uh, school districts that used maybe a legal loophole to raise millions of dollars in new taxes. But mm-hmm. I believe that it's the law to put that to a referendum. Take me through the tax issue happening in Montgomery County and some people living in the suburbs may not even realize this issue. Right. So what's going on in Montgomery County? There's there's a couple things. Uh, one is, first of all, the, the commissioners each year, I would say for the last three years even, have raised taxes about 7%. Mm-hmm. So, you know, over 21% in the last three years alone. Um, they have an annual deficit that's close to $20 million, and the debt is just growing annually. So much of the budget is getting eaten up by this debt, um, and we're not really uh, doing anything to address it. And in Upper Dublin, I have a history of doing a deep dive into budgets and being a real budget nerd and finding out why things, why expenses are growing and what we need to do to cut expenses. And I plan to do that at the county level. There is no transparency in county government now about how those dollars are spent. So if you go to a meeting... And meetings are Thursday at 10 a.m., which are convenient for no one. Uh, They, Yeah, so I'm going to do a sidebar here. One of the things I really want to do, Dawn, is have those meetings at least once a month in other Mm -hmm. places at other times. So we might do a 8 a.m. meeting in Upper Marion, or we Mm -hmm. might do a 6 p.m. meeting in Lower Salford. So people can come out and see what county government does. But I really want to have a discussion about what we're spending taxpayer dollars on. And I really want to have a discussion about the impact of those tax dollars. Right now, when you go to a budget meeting or you go to a county meeting, you have no idea what the money's being used for beyond a general sort of title. We need to know whether these programs for affordable housing mm-hmm. or homeless are effective and who they're helping and how many people and what's the long-term impact. There's no audit of anything that's going on in the county of substance. And we need to do a better job of that. I would also add, um, just as a note, that I'm very supportive of getting rid of the Sterling Act. Now, this is a state issue, Mm -hmm. but what's happening is Philadelphia is keeping a lot of the tax dollars, the city wage tax, which is about 3.4%, and none of it is remitted to the home municipality. And I think what's happening now, and this law was created in 1932. Mm -hmm. So in Upper Dublin, for example, uh, the earned income tax revenue totaling over $1 million, about $1.3 million. And we need those dollars now that help with essential local services, like so many other communities, including police, fire, emergency medical services. I'm sure you've read that a lot of communities yes. are struggling with that issue, and we need to address that at the county level as well. So there's a lot of these issues going on at the budget level, but um, that I think the budget's really one of my top priorities, Don. 
Yeah, and we don't talk about this enough, and I'm guilty of this as well because there's so much going on with regard mm-hmm. to, to crime and every other thing. But this is this is critical. And and by the way, when I'm talking about this to you, Liz Ferry, many of these same issues, for example, when I talked about the state audit that talked about those mm-hmm. tax dollars, why people's you know tax dollars are going up, I could say the same thing. It's happening in Delaware County. It's happening in Chester County. It's happening in Bucks County. So what you're saying, everything you've just said could apply to every one of those counties. So I just I just want to point that out that it's not. I think that's right. Right. It's not unique to to Bucks County. So I and, and so I appreciate you bringing this to light and you always put it in such a common sense kind of way. As far as, you know, um, you introducing the legislation on the Sterling Act. I know that it the Lower Bucks Times had people can find this LowerBucksTimes.com. You had even their, their headline says that Bucks County municipalities, for example, shortchanged close to ten million dollars a year. So I, I mm-hmm. just I just wanted to you know put that through there that when when you talk about the Sterling Act and its impact on the suburban communities, and there have been public hearings about it, but people should look it up and be informed. And we're, I'm grateful to this audience in particular because. I know everybody will look it up and will become better educated on it, Liz. That's exactly right. Yeah, no, it's a huge issue. And I know there was some effort by the state legislature in the last session to look at it. But it really needs to be reviewed because um, it was always this view that Philadelphia really needed the money. But frankly, our communities here in the suburbs, and particularly Montgomery County, absolutely need those resources uh, for those important infrastructure issues I mentioned. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's important. And you mentioned the state legislature, I should say, and it's ironic, but State Senator Frank, uh, Frank Ferry, another Republican, he's the one who introduced yes. some legislation to that. So I don't want to confuse. No relation, right? No, no, uh, no he's not no your really, cousin. He's, he's, no, he's F-A-R-R-Y <laughs> yes, and I'm F-E. F-E. But he is a he's a terrific state senator and he's from Bucks County. Uh, and we also are very blessed in Montgomery County. We have a terrific state senator and Tracy Pennycook. And uh, shout out to a state rep, Representative Donna Sharon, who's in the Indian Valley, who's outstanding. So we're very fortunate to have some terrific lady uh, legislators here in uh, in Montgomery County. Yeah. And tell me about, you know, more about for do you do you have information, Liz Ferry, as far as yesterday? I know there were law enforcement officers from the surrounding suburbs who were who were pulled in to help out with some of the looting and lawlessness that was happening really across, it was happening citywide as this caravan seemed orchestrated, caravan of mostly juveniles traveled through and caused thousands of dollars in damages. Um, Do you have information about the law enforcement, specifically from Montgomery County and surrounding suburbs, coming in to the assistance of Philadelphia police? Sure. As, as As a current township commissioner in Upper Dublin, I am aware that there was assistance uh, by local municipalities um, in the city of Philadelphia, and that's and that happens periodically. Um, and I I do I have to say, and, and you know, a little bit of a critique that you know I think they knew uh, with the announcement, uh, either which way it yes. went, but particularly the way it went, that there might have been uh, some of looting going on. And I feel like the city could have done a much better job in uh, thinking through. And and I think you said this earlier, have a plan. Have a plan in place, uh, do the right thing, you know, work with the local communities, work with the state police, 
Um, you know, you noted the National Guard, certainly. So to make sure this doesn't happen. And the reason businesses don't want to locate in places, there's two big reasons. One is, and I can tell you this because I worked for the Chamber of Commerce and I did economic development work and we worked with site selectors and real estate professionals. And the two big reasons are taxes and crime. They want to make sure their taxes are as low as possible and they want to make sure that where they're locating is safe. And if employees don't feel safe and employers don't feel safe, they're not going to open a business there and they're not going to stay there. And I can tell you, I worked at Broad and Walnut for 15 years. And in the last two years alone, mm -hmm. we lost every Rite Aid within, I would say, two blocks. I think there were four of them. Yeah. We lost the big Walgreens on Chestnut. We lost the Wawa on Broad and another Wawa uh, back towards Market East. Uh, train station. So, and these companies don't come out and issue press releases generally to say why, but that's why. It's the looting, and it's unacceptable, and we cannot allow these uh, petty crimes to go unpunished. Liz Ferry, as we come down to the final minute, just your thoughts on, and I think of Norristown, I drive all the way, all, all the time, drive through Norristown. And yeah. It, it's, it's historic, beautiful buildings, um, yeah. And I think to myself, oh, you know, you think about revitalization. There, have, there yeah. have been many news stories talking about the homeless issue, veterans who are homeless, um, yes. drug dealers and so on. But but Norristown in Montgomery County is a, a sore point, And we've heard public housing debates and that sort of thing. Take me through your attitude as far as many. And I know these are many wide ranging issues, but looking at right. the failure that has happened with Norristown and dealing with so many of these issues? Absolutely. So I can tell you on the high density issue, and I'm hearing a lot about that. That So in my travels, I'm hearing that people do want more affordable housing options, but they don't want changes to their local zoning that allows for higher density, right? And what what we're seeing in Norristown is particularly sad, and they're not alone. There are other communities that suffer from homelessness yes. as well, like Pottstown and other areas. And the county currently has about 160 emergency shelter beds. And the last point in, count, uh, point in time count they did was January 2023. And what that is, is to go around one evening and take an actual census count of people who are living on the street. They counted in January 2023 more than 350 homeless on the streets of Montgomery County. Norristown is particularly affected by this. And the shame of it is they knew for years that that facility was going to close and did nothing. And now uh, Ken Lawrence, I know he's maybe trying to do the best he can, but having one Zoom call uh, with uh, all stakeholders is, is not a way to solve the problem. And I feel like the problem is solvable. We need to work with uh, mental health counselors. We need to work with drug and alcohol counseling. We need to work financial counseling. Uh, and, if, and a doable job placement assistance. Um, so I really look forward to doing uh, work on this issue. I think it is solvable. I think we have to address it or it is going to get worse. Um, and I look forward as a local municipal official now working with uh, all the contacts I've made over the last 10 years as municipal official living in this area for 30 years, building uh, relationships with business people and nonprofits and churches and synagogues. I can tell you, Don. I was there last Saturday at the Montgomery, or excuse me, the Norristown Transportation Center, where a church was offering meals and clothing to individuals, and they do this weekly. 
and you get a chance to really see the enormous effort that churches and nonprofits do in our community. Yeah. And we need to do a better job of coordinating with yes. all these folks. Liz Ferry, thank you so much for joining me. Until next time, my friend. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.